Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 4, It's a Miserable Life. It's a miserable life. I know, what a delightful title. <laughs> but so true. I know. Well, it is. It's so true. Um, I, I'm not going to... I mean, I think I usually know what this one is based on the title, but I wonder if it's based on anything or if it's a pun or something. It's a wonderful life, maybe. Oh, duh. Look at me go. You go. That's a great reference. That's funny. I'm really I love looking... that movie. I've never seen it. What? I know. Daddy and I watched it one time and it's our both of our Christmas movie. Oh, really? Yes. And I so love good. Christmas. I just there's some Christmas movies I never get to. It's that's where um every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings. I know. Yeah. I even know what it's about. Oh my gosh. Caroline, you would love that movie. You need to watch it. You're watching it this Christmas season. Oh, you're going to come over on the December 10th and you're going to watch it. Okay. Specifically December 10th. I will do that. Well, no, I know. Sleepover. I, I, no, I know. I know. We'll make We're a having a it. sleepover. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. Okay. It's, fine. Okay. I'll watch it and I'll get back to you. Well, we will watch it and we will discuss. <laughs> oh so this is a miserable life. <laughs> that's kind of depressing love it okay do you want to get into adult education yes okay so the description of this episode is rose's petition to save a very old tree attracts the ire of frida claxton a misanthropic old woman on whose property the tree stands at a public hearing rose gets angry at mrs claxton and tells her to drop dead which she does. <laughs> Rose blames herself for Mrs. Claxton's death, so the girls decide to pay her one final act of kindness. That description like gives it all away. It it really does. And <laughs> I was gonna read the shorter usually I read the shorter well, usually I read the ones on IMDB, but this one was so long. The shorter one on Hulu is just the girls circulate a petition to save a two hundred year old oak tree. <laughs> Oh, well, and it's like that's the, not even like the treat. That's not even the episode. But no, that's and it's like a screenshot of the girls at the funeral. <laughs> oh my gosh! I yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, how do you? There's so much that happens in this episode. Like, how there's do you? There's so much that happens. It's pretty fast paced. It's very, especially the beginning. Yeah, for it's sure. just jam packed. Yes. All right. The guest stars in this episode were Nan Martin as Frida Claxton, and she played that role perfectly oh yes and tom sharp as mr puffifer yes the p is not silent no the p is not silent um amsey i guess that's how you say that name um strickland as lady at funeral Ah, and um johnny hay hamer as the commissioner nice (laughs) he was pretty funny all right, yes. um, this episode aired on November 1st, 1986. Yes, and so much happened this day that we actually can relate to. Oh my gosh, yay. Um, Penn Badgley was born on this day. <gasps> oh my god. 
Yes, so Dan from Gossip Girl was born yes. on this day. Uh, Happy birthday. Yeah, that's a ama- Wait, how old is he? So that was 35? What? Yeah, he must be about 35. Yeah, 35. Yeah, math. Good for yeah. him. Not just Gossip Girl. Now he's big on you. I know. He's- I haven't seen that. It kind of freaks me out. I, I watched the first season. I really liked it. Okay. Um, he's also in uh, Easy A. Yes, love him yeah. in Easy A. And um, John Tucker Must Die. <gasps> yes. Oh, and yes. Oh, I forget the name of this movie, but Step Stepdad. I think it's Stepdad. It's really good. It's like a. Oh, it's like I a not not horror, but like a um, like a um, like a thriller. I guess. What would you call? No oh. suspense. Suspense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never anyway, <laughs> what else um, happened? A popular movie at the time was Stand by Me. Have you seen that movie? Oh my gosh! I I not the not in full, but I know I know about it. I love that movie. It's a very good movie. Sam really likes that movie. You know that's based on a Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Um, funny story. I watched this movie for the first time with Sam before we started dating when I visited friends at Longwood. What a random specific movie. Well, it was. I feel like it's. One of their now husband's favorite movies, so we watched it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, and then a popular song at the time was Cindy Lauper's <gasps> True Color. True Colors. Oh my gosh. I, I feel know. like I I did a dance to that song. Did you really? Yeah. I think it was even the Cindy Lauper version. Yes. I see your true color shining so good. through. See, this is the millennial in me. All I think of this song is from the movie Sex and the City. Oh. Yeah, Sex and the City movie. They, That's the not bad. Plays. It's like a montage of Sarah Jessica Parker being sad. Aww. Yeah. See, I don't know if I think of Sex and the City as millennial. You don't think? Well, see, my millennial thought... I think thought... the movie part of it is... Okay, my millennial thought was that True Colors is on Glee. Oh my gosh. Now that is millennial. <laughs> that is millennial, like no doubt. <laughs> that was a good song that they did. Because it was early. Re- I don't remember them doing that song. It was early Glee, so it was really gosh, good. I should remember it then. That's it funny. was Jenna Uskowitz's song, like Tina. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Cindy Lauper, you know, the 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 original. She she did a great job. Yeah. All right, so tell me your fun fikes. Okay, um, my fun facts are, um, Nam Martin, who played, um, 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 the, you know, Frida Claxton, she mm-hmm. appears in another episode. Really? Yes, you know who she is? Who? So, in Foreign Exchange, that's the episode later on where we learn that Dorothy is probably, um, switched at birth. And we meet oh. her potential parent. Oh! Wait, yes. okay, keep going. She plays the mom. She plays the mom? Yes, totally different character. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is she short? She's shorter in that episode, right? No, no, she's tall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm thinking of the wrong mom. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the okay. other daughter that's short. Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay, cool, cool. cool yes, cool, yes, cool. yes. Um, And she also, um, this is another fun fact in there. In this episode, she is playing an 83-year-old, when in real life she was only 59. Oh my gosh, she does yeah. not look 59, so they did a good job with hair and makeup. 
Or she was just really old looking. Or she just looks really old. That's rude. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm just making a joke. That is rude. <laughs> when Blanche stands up to speak at the hearing, the boom mic briefly dips into the top of the frame when she leans down to speak to the girls. Oh, I did not notice. That's funny. I didn't see it, but I believe it. Yeah. Um, and last one. This one's interesting. According to the dialogue, Frida Claxton states that she hates people and hates trees and then states that she lives by herself because she likes it. This <laughs> implies that Frida has pretty much lived alone her entire life, has never married nor had children. And she never mentions any children or family. But many people, including Rose, continually call her Mrs. Claxton instead oh. of Ms. or Ms. So interesting. There should have been a Claxton spinoff. <laughs> that was a horrible laugh, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah, love it. All right, so that's all of my fun facts for this episode. Do you want to get Those into were fun? Oh, I know there were some good ones in there. Do you want to do on Golden Girls now? Yes. Or we can Let's learn. Do it. Go through the episode. We we've learned. Yeah. We've okay. Heard. So, it's one of those fun episodes where the opening shot is the car driving up to the house. Dude, Dorothy speeds in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Dorothy motivation. She was <laughs> flying down the driveway. Yeah, yeah. So, um, she comes in, then Sophia is there, and Blanche comes in, and Rose comes in, and every time each one of the girls comes in, they're sharing, like, how um, this petition that they're going is going. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Blanche comes in and only got one guy to sign, and she says, <laughs> "Let me get dressed, let me freshen up, and I'll get you another." Ding! That's yeah. a point on. Would her you? Count. I thought so, but would you count that? Oh, absolutely! Oh, see, I thought she'd flirt, but you know what? That's a good. Um... No, because she needs to change and freshen up because she. Oh, got frisky. Oh my gosh, Blaine. Come on, Caroline. Oh my gosh. See, good thing you're keeping me in check. <sighs> okay, fine. Um, I'll add that to the count. Good for her. <laughs> this season, I'm I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm just gonna do it episode by episode. But this season is already wrapped. Is like much higher than last season. Oh, oh, I know. And I'm- you can. I mean, I feel like they found her character yes. and what they want her to be. So yes. I feel like that's why. Yeah, totally. Love it. Yeah. But all the other girls are doing okay with um, getting signatures. So there's a 200-year-old tree on their mm-hmm. street. And the city wants to widen the street. And they want to get rid of the 200-year-old oak tree. I wonder why they want to widen it. Like, I've always pictured the girls. Yeah. Like, in a neighborhood. Not, Me too. like, a major, not a major road, but I wonder if it's, like... A high traffic road? A high traffic road, and it's not a neighborhood. It just happens to have houses on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really know the landscape of Miami that well. But, like, I wonder, yeah, like, I wonder why you would want to widen the road. And, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I'm I'm not sure. And since when have they been, I mean, into trees? Into protecting trees, yeah. Like, do, like, they go, do they go on walks often? How do they know about the tree? Do they well, just need something to be angry about? I mean, at the end of the episode, you can see that they're looking at the tree from their oh, house. True. So yeah. I'm sure, you know, 
Yeah, I guess it was pretty close to them. Don't you remember when um our oh. old neighbor across the street Remember when he cut down that tree and we were kind of, we were attached to that tree. Remember, it was like a big, tall, really tall, but it was leaning and that's why he cut it. But we were yes. pretty attached to yeah. it. No, you know, it was even worse than that tree. The what? tree at Snow to Go when they cut down that tree. <gasps> oh, that was devastating. Just, Just devastating. devastating. You're, you know what? I take back what I said. I was being snarky. I have been known to be attached to trees. You have been known to be a tree hugger. I literally think we have a picture hugging the snow to go tree. Don't you that think? Was a, yeah, that was a really good tree. <laughs> yeah, that was that, a good tree. Yeah, man. That okay. was a shame. Okay, I understand now. I would I would sign a petition. <laughs> I don't know if I would organize the signing of the The tree petition. in front of the Cunninghams at Longwood. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is... <sighs> oh no this is emotional okay when you finally put it like that it's personal <laughs> i'm a hypocrite i'm sorry for what i said <laughs> you should be i really should be oh save my our gosh. tree save our tree that was so sad that i feel was... like the snow to go tree and the tree in front of the hams those were the worst <sighs> that really hurt i mean yeah, the, the one in front of the hams hurt yeah that was really sad that was so sad. If I mean, most people listening probably don't know. It was a tree in front of a college dorm that we both met our husbands in. Yeah. Beautiful <sighs> tree in the fall. In yeah. the fall. That tree. I have a beautiful picture of it. It was a great actually. tree. Well, the thing about it was, is when they tore the building down, that was terrible. But no one knew that they were going to, like, no one, I mean, obviously they had to cut the tree down. Why no one would thought they, of though? I thought about that. I said, I wonder if they're going to, if they're going to save the tree or not. Well, they had to strip the whole land down and, like, even it out, flatten it out. I just had never considered that they would even dare to remove the tree. But that's what I thought. I was like, that's such a beautiful tree. Why would they do that? But what they ended up doing, they ended up milling it up um and it's um the wood floors that are in the starbucks now those are from the tree oh the handrails around like where the i don't i can't remember where the handrails are but there's handrails in there that are made from the tree oh my gosh well the girls could have taken the tree and made like ornament out of it or something (laughs) Uh, dang what a tangent (laughs) yeah yeah. now this episode means so much more (laughs) Oh my lord, I am emotional now. All yes. right. So now this petition's super important. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, they need signatures, I guess, just to prove a point because they're right. going to go to the city commission, mm-hmm. um, commissioners. And, but they can't get this one signature that they really, really need. Right. They need Frida Claxton, their neighbor's signature, because it's her property that the tree is on. Yep, it's her tree. And the exposition on her is so funny. Yes. They're talking about what a cranky lady she she yes. is. And I love when Dorothy says, remember last Halloween, half the kids wore Frida Claxton costumes. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? That's so funny. We had a cranky neighbor. Do you remember our cranky neighbor? Yeah, I he, do. He, he was cranky. We were all afraid of him. We were so afraid of him. He had a perfect lawn. I respected his lawn. Oh, it was so good. It was very good. But it sucked Their for him. Their house was so precious. The bus stop was right in front of his house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So basically, Rose pretty much establishes her stance for this whole episode is like, people innately have good in them. Right. And and the rest of the girls, well, at least, okay, Um, Sophia and Blanche say this. Dorothy doesn't really say that mm-hmm. I noticed. They believe that there are some people who just aren't good. There's just people out there. Not everybody has good in them, you know? What do you think? Um... <laughs> You know, I I do believe that there are some... I feel like it, it goes against me, but I feel like... I mean, there are some people out there who just aren't good people. You think? See, I, I think, think so. I like to think that everybody... There's good in everybody. Like, people are making bad choices because I really think that they think it's a, a okay thing and they're doing it for a purpose. I just, I just, well, I, most people I would think yes, but then I think of people like, um, like Josh Duggar. Oh, he's gross. Yeah. I just can't. I'm, I've been reading a lot about the trial and I can't get behind that. I I just, I just, I think it's a very small percentage, but I do think there are people out there who aren't good. Maybe instead of saying like people are good people think that they're doing good so they think their actions are you know maybe okay. or maybe there's just people who think that they're themselves are the only people who matter i do i do one of my biggest thoughts is i do think people think that they're better than other people i don't believe that at all but oh, yeah i do think people other some people think that they're better than others like people who speed and blow the horns at people who are going slower like they're more important oh yeah <laughs> every time that happens to us sam and i always say sam like like if i'm talking to someone be like sam remember he's important yeah he's yeah important. i do the same thing <laughs> they're important they've got things they're going important, on okay just they're let them busy go. people let them go. we hmm. are in their way <laughs> <laughs> well Frida Claxton, I guess, is one of those people. I you know, so. she isn't going to sign this petition. And no. the beginning of this episode is really, really fast paced because they're really, they have a lot to expose. They have to expose. It like, is a lot. Like, okay, first there's this tree the and then they're going to widen yeah. the street and they're going to knock the tree down. So we need right. petitions. And then this one lady won't sign, but we're going to go to this place and we're going to get her signature before we have to go in front of the, the town commissioners. Right. And it. I don't love the first, like, maybe third of this episode, because I think it's just too much. I think it was good. Mm-hmm. And then they had to throw that Rose story in there, and I feel like that Rose story was so long. Which one was it? I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. But it's a really long Rose story, where she starts it in the living room, and then the girls, like, run away. Oh! yes yes she tries to tell a St. Olaf story the girls leave and she follows and she keeps telling yes it's the one about the mean dentist slash librarian oh yeah 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 yeah. and he wouldn't he was just awful to people and yeah Yeah. I I mean that story was fine it wasn't the worst story no but but I felt like it was really long and it didn't need to be that long to prove a point yeah not super memorable Mm mm-hmm well, I mean, it kind of establishes why Rose thinks that people are innately good, that's which true. is important to the episode. But I almost think that that's just people already know that because it is Rose. People know Rose now. Yeah, you know, accurate, accurate, true. 
Well, um, so they go to the courthouse. Is it a yes. courthouse? Yes. Commissioner building? Courthouse? Okay. It's either like a state building or I think it's a courthouse. Okay. It looks like it. Maybe it's a county building. I don't know. Yeah. Don't um, matter. And they're outside the courtroom or the room that they'll go into. Uh-huh. And Sophia's trying to bribe people to sign the petition. Oh, my God. Um, and Rose comes in and mm-hmm. announces this big announcement. Like, in the last scene, we were so worried about Claxton not signing the petition. And she got that. I don't know if he, she got a signature, but she, like... Frida Claxton said that she'd either sign the petition or, like, come forward supporting their movement. Right. And I like the joke where she, it's kind of, um, she says she got her by bringing her a Danish a day. Like a this flavor on this day, this flavor on this day. And she finally won her over with the prune. Oh my gosh. And Sophia makes a joke about how prunes always do the trick. They do. That's what I have. I always have a spare jar in the pantry for the girls. You never know. Yep. You never know. <laughs> um, but Frida Claxton comes in and we finally meet her. Yeah. She um she comes in and the girls She's so up. grumpy. She is so grumpy. But what's funny is the girls, like, if I was her, if I was one of the girls, like I would keep my distance, not try and rock the boat yeah, before yeah. coming in. Like, yeah, it's great that she is gonna go in there and support them, but I wouldn't like talk to her. Yeah, don't give her like the time of day. No. Well maybe like say hi, thank you for coming. But yeah. don't like well, yeah. the the girls pretty much just Blanche and Dorothy go right on up to her and Blanche introduces herself and is like, I'm Blanche Devereaux, I'm your neighbor. And she goes in on Blanche and oh, is like, yes. oh, I know you. <laughs> she spies on Blanche from her house. Gosh, can you imagine? Like, I would love, that would have been a fun episode, like, just... Frida Claxton, just a Frida Claxton special, just what to if, see what she does. What if Frida Claxton was who the person whose um, tree fell in their backyard or something? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then she dies, like, in another episode. That's funny. Yeah, it's so true. And then when she meets Dorothy, because Dorothy decides she just has to go up to her and introduce herself. Oh, yes. Um, Claxton says, oh, well, there's nothing going on in your bedroom, so... Oh my gosh. It's so bad. It's so bad. I would feel, like, sick to my stomach just thinking about somebody watching through my window. I know. I know. Mm. Because we, I mean, you know what? She did have Stan over. Mm. Ew. Yeah. Ew. So, (laughs) I know. They go into the courtroom, though. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Before that even happens. They're about to go in, and it turns out, um, Frida Claxton said that she would support them but really she wasn't going to she just said it to get rid of rose and I just did it to get the danish yeah <laughs> um and so but that's not really a big surprise but no. the girls are shocked i know it's like come on you knew her yeah for real um but they go into the courtroom and i i really like this scene this is where the episode turns around for me i i agree it's where it really gets to be funny I agree. Because I noticed there wasn't a ton of jokes in the beginning. Like, it was kind of funny. Like, the Frida Claxton costume part was funny. But it wasn't, it was very fast-paced, but not like the kind where it's joke after joke after joke. It was a lot of just setting the scene. Yeah. I did like, um, 
how they were I did like the part where Blanche you know was in character and they gave um she said oh I'll ch- I'll get another one I just need to change and freshen up I thought yeah yeah funny. yeah totally I didn't hate it yeah anyway um, yeah so later in the courtroom randomly Blanche decides that she's gonna be the one to speak in front of everyone I know what's that about and she says I'm a terrific orator oh god and Dorothy's like you know order means speaker right and Blanche is like oh no no I'm not gonna do the talking (laughs) and before the girls even like get a chance to start talking Frida stands up and is basically saying I it's on my property I don't care get rid of it and like it's yeah and Dorothy stands up which I mean Dorothy I feel like is the right one to do the speaking for sure yeah um dorothy like addresses the commissioner and says like we have 60 people on the street that have signed the petition everybody on the street except her signed and um frida goes back and like they just kind of go back and forth and dorothy says she has pictures of the tree and like wants to show the the commissioners (laughs) and frida goes pictures i've got pictures pictures of her roommate the human slinky Oh my gosh, I died when she said that. The human I know. Slinky. The, the it's visual. like, how much are you watching? Like, I'm sorry, but if I happen to be glancing in somebody's windows and something was about to happen, I would be so embarrassed. I know. And I, I would know. close the, sh- the blinds or whatever. I know. Just run away. Just run away. Yeah. Like, la, 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 la. Nothing's but then- happening. Arguably, I think this is one of the best parts of the episode because it's so unexpected. The commissioner, um, Ed, he's like, uh, were any other faces recognizable? I know! <laughs> I love so that good. part. It was just so out of nowhere. Even though Dorothy had said before that Blanche slept with two of the commissioners, it was still like, we were not expecting that joke. No, not at all. The timing in his delivery was just great perfect yeah and okay claxton says stop wasting the taxpayers money and start taking out the tree and pouring cement right i feel and correct me if i'm wrong i feel as though pouring cement and tearing down the tree would be using taxpayers money whereas leaving it alone would not i'm wondering if she meant like what they're doing now like meeting mm, and that's yeah that's true that's i don't that's know true. i mean i could I see that you have a valid point too though it's just funny how she says stop wasting the taxpayers money now do these things with the taxpayers right. money <laughs> yeah I agree. it's just odd i mean she just seems to be fighting yeah just for the heck of it i mean i wonder why she's so against them tearing i mean um why she's so against them trying to keep the tree I don't know. Well, she, she did say, like, concrete's cleaner. Mm. Yeah. True. And honestly, she probably just likes to piss people off. Excuse probably. me. Probably. She probably does. I'm alone because I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But Rose tries to reason with her. Oh, Rose. And, like, she has a calm head, but once Frida says, I hate you to rose that was it she snaps and we know from future episodes that rose doesn't like when people say they don't like her rose has to be liked yep that's it 
And now, she goes, question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you somebody who has to be like, do you care if people don't like you? Um, okay. I've thought about this because I recently watched another episode where Rose really wants somebody to like her. I really like for people to like me. I do. I do care about it. But at this point in my life, I'm not going to try and win someone over if they don't like Mm -hmm. me. Like, I kind of, I I think I reflect, like, I think more if I feel like somebody doesn't like me. And I wish that I didn't. But it doesn't get to me as much as it did or would have, like, a few years ago. Like, yeah. I feel like I've grown a lot in that way, but I do like to be liked. What about yeah. you? Um, I, I mean, you know me, I don't, I do what I want. Yeah. I'm getting <laughs> to I that don't. point. I just, I don't want to waste my time worrying about what other people think of me. And I will say, it depends on what I'm doing. If it's something like teaching I want people to think that I'm a good teacher. Yeah. I care about that. Yeah. I care about thinking, people thinking that I'm good at, like, being a mom or, um, you know, teaching. Yeah, I agree with but, that. But, like, and when I say being a mom, not the choices that I make for my kids, but that I care about my daughters. Yeah, not, yeah. oh, she formula fed, like, that's bad. No, like. I don't care if you if you don't agree with that, but not with the specific decisions, mom. but the overall appeal, exactly. impression exactly. is that you're a good mom. I exactly. know what you mean. I know what you mean. But if I I just if you don't like me, you don't like me. That's fine. You don't have to like me, but I want you to think I'm good at what I do. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. I like that. Yeah, like I want people to think I'm a good teacher. I want people to think I'm a good mom. But yeah, everything else, I'm like, you can like me, you cannot like me. It's okay. Yeah, I like that. I'm. I think I'm getting to that point because it used to really bother me if somebody didn't like me. Yeah, but I think I've gotten yeah. since I've started teaching. Since I became a mom, I think I've been more. Yeah, caring about what people think because when I was growing up, no, I didn't care. I did not care. That's okay. Yeah. Anywho. That's the way you like it. That's the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rose has this whole paragraph about like, well, you know what? I wrote it down. But yes. like, it, I'll just read it because I don't want to paraphrase it. She said, that's it. I've had all I'm going to take from you. Now, if you don't have the common decency to treat people like human beings, I'm sure as hell not going to waste my time kissing your fanny. And if you don't like it, Mrs. Claxton, just sit there and shut up while we have our say. And if you don't like it, just drop dead. Go ahead, love Dorothy. It. Yes. And I love the audience in this in this moment. They cheer. They're like, whoa. And just yes. the change from the cheering to the laughter that happens once Frida drops dead. Yes. Like, oh, I think that's almost as funny as what happens. Oh, I know. I know. Just this, I mean, who would have thunk that they would have written it like that? Like, but also, like, whenever Rose snaps, it's hysterical because... I feel like she's like a volcano. It builds and builds and builds and just explodes. When she snaps, she snaps. Yeah. Mm. And I, all the people in the courtroom kind of look at Frida and like, are like, oh, what just happened? And then when they start, like after a little while, they start to like, 
they might do it at first too but while they're looking at her they keep looking back at rose i know i know (laughs) it's like did you notice though this is kind of off topic but not but Mm -hmm. um Sophia wasn't actually sitting with them. She was sitting across the aisle on Frida Cox's she, side. She was. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, kind of weird. I know. I'm not 100% sure why. Like, I don't know if they wanted them more in the center of the, the shot or what, but I, was, I thought it was interesting. I was thinking for a second, maybe she wasn't on the same playing field as them. Like, maybe they were on some committee and oh, they maybe, were maybe. advocating for the tree, like with speaking, maybe. like one of maybe. them was going to speak. But right. I mean, she was getting petitions or signatures too. Right. So I don't well, know. Some of them were dead though. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. What happens next? Yeah. So later at the house, like Rose can't sleep. It's been a couple days. <laughs> I mean, and... could, would you have been able to sleep? No, no, no. Would no, you no. have felt guilty about that? Probably. Probably, probably. I think so too. Yeah, I mean, just I like too. in your gut, you know, like yeah, you didn't kill her, but like she'd probably be alive. <laughs> yeah, like I've said something that's gotten a coworker in trouble that I wouldn't like. I didn't mean to. <gasps> oh no. Um, but and I felt bad about it. It ended up being like totally fine. Like she didn't care at all, but. You still feel bad, you know? Yeah. I could definitely... I I ruminate on things where I, like... Yeah. And, and I know the rumination there would be real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dorothy kind of is being great, though. And it's like, you didn't mm-hmm. do it. It's fine. She died of a heart attack. And then in comes Blanche. <laughs> Come on, you killed Mooks' Claxon two days ago. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. <laughs> hysterical Uh, i i know so good um but i like how they say you know i think it's blanche she says it you know just go to her funeral have a good cry and move on right right. and rose says like she can't go to a funeral because there's not gonna be one yeah there's not even an opportunity to like feel better about it yeah and i do kind of get where rose is upset about there being no funeral here yeah because yeah. even if you don't like somebody you still want them to have a good like right good things yeah. in their life right if it, even right. if it's not you yeah like, it's, i get that it is pretty sad yeah i wouldn't and want that on anybody it, do you think it's surprising that sophia agrees with her on that kind of thing i do yeah I'm very surprised how supportive Sophia was with, like, splitting the cost and, you know, participating in um, the arrangements and all that stuff. Even Blanche. I wasn't really that surprised about Sophia, um, just because of how old school she is and just the way she talks about respecting life. That's true. Um, But, yeah, they do all decide to chip in. Yep. But Rose has to contribute half because she killed her, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so the episode just gets more and more iconic. Oh, I don't, yes. This scene, I don't know why this scene sticks out to me more than even the courtroom scene. The because funeral of, home. Yeah, because of Mr. Yes. Pfeiffer. <laughs> I love this scene. It's so good. I know. I don't... I feel, and this could be dramatic, but I feel like Mr. Pfeiffer is one of the most memorable, like, <gasps> he guest characters. Is. He's so good. He's sassy. He's a good salesperson. He, 
I love he's um just oh, Mr. Pfeiffer. Yeah. The P is silent. Mr. Pfeiffer. Gosh. That's so... I'm trying to think of the word of what I think he is, but continue. I don't it's just so funny. Like he talks about how the funeral home is like without all the morbid stuff and they call the room with all the coffins a slumber chamber. Oh my god. And it's so odd. Dry humor. He has very good dry humor. Uh-huh. And yeah. he's <laughs> once he tells them his name, Dorothy keeps <laughs> Dorothy's really struggling with it and she calls it a puff funeral. <laughs> Well, she does have a speech impediment, we find out. Did we already find out about her speech impediment? I think we did. We did in in adult education. Yeah. How do I know this? um, Yeah, so she has... Yeah. So she already has... We already know she has a speech impediment, so... It's amazing. And And she's an English teacher. Yeah. It goes against her, you know... Her brain. Yeah. And I have one question. How yeah. are they able to do this? Like, how are they, like, allowed to arrange a funeral for somebody they have no connection to? Like, do you have to I, be related to somebody? I honestly don't know because I honestly don't know because I've never, like, planned a funeral or had to experience yeah. that. So I don't know the legality behind all of it. I feel like there's got to be some kind of, like, like, especially with giving away the remains of a person. Right, like, right. That's what important. If, what if somebody from Mrs. Claxton's, like, life, like a distant family member who didn't know that she died, what if they reached out and they said, I didn't know that she was dead. Like, give me her body. Give me her ashes. And they say, oh, sorry, right. we gave it to a, her neighbor. Or, like, I mean, you would think that maybe she would have a will or, like. Anything. Um, yeah, like I don't somebody think she did con- though. What's the what's the person who controls everything for you? Oh, the like, the estate, the power of the estate, the power of attorney, power of attorney. Yeah, you would think she would have that, like somebody to leave everything to, or like a will with her plans. Like you're eighty three, you have to have something written down. But One I mean, I don't, I don't know the legalities behind everything and who you know comes like who has custody of a body. I don't that's either. not claimed, you know? know? Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure, like, if somebody wants to, like, I do know, like, if there's unclaimed bodies, like, the state takes care of it. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if, like, somebody, if somebody, like, steps up who knows the person, if know. they'll, I don't know. It's, uh, that's, I'm kind of curious now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's listening and knows... Let us please know, share. Please. please. We're curious. I'm I don't even know, like, how do you Google that question? I don't know. <laughs> what do you even I ask? Don't know. I don't know. It feels like a BuzzFeed article, like a funeral right. director watches an episode of the Golden Girls <laughs> and reacts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but I love one other one of my favorite I feel like ugh, there's a couple good, really good lines in this episode. Um Dorothy's like they're trying to cheap out on a coffin. Oh, yes. And they look at all those really nice ones. And Dorothy just says, Mr. Pfeiffer, we are bereaved (laughs) on a budget. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm obsessed. And they... My favorite... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I want to hear your favorite. So, my favorite part in this scene is when they're trying to pick the date of the service. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. And he's like, Thursday. And they freak out. And he's like... 
Oh, I forgot the Cosby show was on. And then, <laughs> yeah. Um, I looked up the Cosby show. Um, I mean, I know the Cosby show, obviously, but um, right. I looked up the network it was on and it was NBC. So it was on the of same. Course. Yeah, the same I, network. I figured. Free promotion. Yeah. And, yeah. and then um, I love when Sophia's like, he sets another date and he she goes, can I check a TV guide? You got a TV guide we can check? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, funny amazing um but it moves forward to their funeral that they throw or i don't know if you throw a funeral but <laughs> they toss host? yes they host a funeral and it's just the three of them and it's the four of them i mean i mean three sorry i was thinking the three of them were in a row next to each other and sophia's yeah. in the front row by herself she's busy though yeah she's listening to a uh, game <laughs> on her headphone that's hysterical that she's into sports. I know it, it's it's so odd, but I kind of love it though. What kind of I'm such an I'm a noodlehead. What kind of sport was she listening to? I thought it was football, but I could I could be wrong. I feel like it was baseball or something. I wasn't listening too much to what she was saying. Yeah, well, so. she is sporting. She was listening to a sport. Yes, definitely sports, sports, sports. Go um, to you. Yeah. And um, this lady comes in and like before the lady comes in, Rose is just like still moaning about Just how, let me be alone. Yeah. Like I'm so upset. Like she didn't even have anybody, which I told, I mean, I understand why she's upset. I would be emotional about that too. Yeah. You know? I would too. I, I just, it's, it's, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but the lady comes in, we don't know her name ever, and she no. just, like, Rose is so relieved. I that, know. That somebody, like, cared about I feel about like Claxton. the three, I feel like Blanche, Dorothy, and Rose were all kind of like, oh, okay, okay, I'm glad we did do this. Yeah. And I it, feel like it validated their feelings for wanting to host this. Yeah, especially when they find out that Mrs. Claxton, like, <laughs> donated, like, all this yeah. money anonymously to these organizations and lived yeah. for 15 years in a leper colony. Oh, my goodness. Like, how amazing. What a woman. And then we find out that the lady is talking about Celia Rubenstein. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, that name sounded really familiar to me. I don't know. Maybe you know somebody in your subconscious. Maybe. Yeah. But when she finds out that it's... Uh, Mrs. It's Claxton. Yeah, she, I love that she kicks it. Yeah, she just kicks the coffin. I always remember the visual of her foot in like a ballet flat just kicking the coffin. Oh my gosh, yes. Amazing. And they're all just shocked. And so they're like, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta go. We're it's out. It's time. We're dead. <laughs> We've had enough. She really was hated. And it turns out that um, Frida wasn't even in the box. She. Oh my gosh. I feel like, okay. I love this part. Like, I feel like it's pretty, un- not underrated, but they kind of glaze over, oh, you shouldn't have hired a high schooler to, oh gosh, to- yes. I'm just like picturing like a 17 year old boy, like, th- like burning bodies. Like at this point of the episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, like how much are they going to go through with this woman? You know, <laughs> like first having to get the signature then her dying, then yep. them throwing the funeral for her, then them not, you know, 
that even in the afterlife, her on accident. Yeah, yeah, like this woman is causing a huge inconvenience. Uh, yes, that's probably how she wanted it. I bet. Um, but you because know she likes it. Yeah, because she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I can't even believe that the Mister Puffifer didn't even offer like. A refund on the box. No kidding. I didn't like, even think of that. She wasn't in the box, the the coffin. No. Like, why did they let her? They why did they used it? Why didn't they tell them that at the beginning? Why didn't they like? I don't know. Yeah. Why didn't they just cremate her to begin with? Well, no. Why didn't they just? Oh yeah, that's true. But why didn't they? I don't know. I don't know. It's just such an odd thing. It is. It is. Yeah. But I love how I I've watched Dorothy. Um, as Mr. Pfeiffer gives her Frida, <laughs> and Dorothy's face is just amazing. I know. Just this look of disgust and just... She's ew. so... Her acting is just phenomenal. I know. I feel like my eyes are either on um, B. Arthur or Rue McClanahan. For, yeah, for sure. They're when, they're, both... when they're not saying anything. Absolutely. They're, yeah. so, oh, they're so good. I know, I know. I mean, even, I mean, Betty White, too. I mean, I'm thinking of the pilot when, you know, Dorothy's arm was wrapped around her neck. But I always, I just, they're all just so good. They're all so good. I know. That's just all you can say. Yeah. I read something today about how um, Susan Harris would never, ever do a reboot of The Golden Girls. <gasps> yeah, because the girls are just like it's their show, and it's so good, and, and, and that's so true, though. That's yeah. so true. I mean, when we were recasting them for our bonus episode, yeah. it was hard. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, because those characters were written for those actresses. Yeah. Like, and it I, was hard. I know, and I almost don't want them to re. I wouldn't want them to redo it because of moments like that where you just can't. Right, like you can't Dorothy is that. the Arthur. Yeah, right, right. Like you can't redo it. Yeah, it's too magical. I think it was easier for me to recast all of the men than yes. it was the women. Like yeah. I had, I honestly had more fun recasting the men because they're just side pieces, you know. Yeah. Then yeah. The women were hard. I know. I know. I know. If you haven't listened to that episode of us Yeah, just listen to that bonus episode. Free content, but, man. Yeah. So good. <laughs> okay, so um later at home, like there's this quick moment where um Dorothy, I mean Blanche thinks that the house is haunted because <laughs> she hears all these noises and she thinks yeah. it's Frida's ashes and she thinks but the house it is turns possessed. out to be Sophia with a with a tummy issue. Yeah. After a bad cottage cheese. Oh, I hate cottage cheese. It's that makes me sick. I never like, had the it. thought of cottage cheese. Ugh. It's like yeah. um it's a weird it's pretty wet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's not good. <laughs> <coughs> um Rose comes home and pretty much announces like, "Oh, I have a place Everything's for... Everything's okay. Yeah. The big the big moment where everything's fine again. She spread Claxton's ashes over the tree. And now... I loved that. I thought that was great. I... It was such a good um, full circle moment. Yeah. Honestly, though, it wasn't surprising. No, 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 no. Even, like, watching this as a teen, like, I wasn't ever surprised. Like, it just no. seemed like the right thing to do. Like, I would have thought of that. 
Yeah, and I mean, honestly, the whole time they were setting it up for this moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like Blanche, like, randomly. This was not a very Blanche-heavy episode at all. Mm-mm. But Blanche has, like, a really deep moment where uh-huh. she says, you know, this is yeah. a really good reminder to always do something nice for someone when you can so her life can have meaning. And I was like, wow. Right. Wow. Yeah, she doesn't have... When she has those moments, I feel like they're really deep. Yeah. They um, sound so genuine coming from her. They really do. They really do. Mm, yeah. That's that's on Rue. Yeah. Ugh. I like the outside it's, shot. Yeah, I do too. It reminds me of... um, And she Blanche again has that moment of, you know... What is it? Um, life connection. Um, it reminds me of the ep- yeah. Thank you. Um, the Christmas episode when they're in all in the diner. Oh yeah. And then at the end they're looking at out the, the window. Um, yeah, she goes. Isn't it funny how a stranger sees something that's right in front of you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like she has. When she does have those moments, they are really magical. She can really tie it all together. Yeah, that's great. That's and Rue just delivers it per- perfectly. Isn't that nice? How? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the episode ends on Sophia coming out to look too, and she sees a Great Dane paying its respects. Yes, love it. I what love a perfect it too. ending! Yeah, I just like it because I picture them all watching, and I'm like, at what? Because none of their faces ever change. Like, at what point did the Great Dane start peeing? I know, I know. I was like, I always think about that. I'm like, was the Great Dane there the whole time? Or... Yeah, was he just... Because, like, if I saw a dog, I would freak out be like, oh, look at the puppy, or... Yeah, or you, you think know. their faces would be like, ooh, you know? They're yeah. all so serene, just, like, looking, yeah. and yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they were just ignoring it, or not focused. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anyway. Yeah, that was the episode. I love that episode. Um, Okay, so I did. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Stand by your man. I have four man. man. I just said four man. Oh, yes. Four Four man. Four mans for Blanche. Okay, so the first one is that signature that she got. Yes. Um, The two town commissioners that Dorothy mentioned. And yes. then the riverboat captain. We didn't even talk about that story about how Blanche faked her death. Oh, yeah. I love that story. I think it's pretty funny. I, I got... Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. I... I Yeah. That's... I mean, that's all I really have to say is it. So I do <laughs> love... I, I like her delivery of the story. Hundreds of people. <laughs> it's great. Um, So... Do you want to share who your lady of the evening was? Oh, gosh. I didn't even prepare for this. I didn't either, but it's an even episode. I never do. It's your turn. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, it's hard. Um. Gosh. I think Dorothy. Yeah. Um, I thought she was very supportive of Rose when Rose was, you know, having her moment. Um, I loved her interaction with Mr. Puff Pfeiffer. Yes. Um, she's just always so level-headed. I just, I love Dorothy. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. This was a great episode for Dorothy. It really was. Um, 
I was going to pick Dorothy, but I feel like there are other options for me. I feel like I'm going to pick Rose. She really okay. stood by her beliefs. Mm, she really, absolutely. she's, she's so consistently herself. Yeah. You know, where she you just believes. That. Yeah. She really believes in the good and people. And that's nice. And maybe I don't always agree with her, but she's just so good about it. She never really falters. And yeah. she, um, she does the right thing for yeah. a lady who she didn't even like. So yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to choose Rose. Um, what right. would you, what would you rank this episode, Jenna, out of 10? <sighs> I think a nine. Ooh, a nine. Okay. Yeah. I really, I love this episode. I always have. Um, I think it's hysterical. I think the whole, I liked how it was just kind of one plot that just kind of pieced yeah. together like a puzzle. Yeah. I liked that. Um, mm-hmm. The beginning was a little slow, like you said, just them setting everything up. But, I mean, overall, I love this episode. So, definitely a nine. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. There's a ton of really good moments that I love. The only things that I felt like took away from the episode was the beginning and, like, a couple stories here and there that weren't quite fitting. Yeah. I think there it could have been written a little bit differently but it's still a great episode i love the premise and there's just some scenes that are just standout golden girls yeah and pfeiffer and the courtroom scenes yeah i love the pfeiffer um i do want to say i know i dog a lot on rose's stories and i kind of just came to a realization that i feel like if you watch the golden girls just you know like as it was coming out yeah. Like they would I feel like they would have more impact than they do just rewatching it. Yeah. Like we do constantly. Like I feel like because we've watched it so much sure. that we're just kind of tired of it just like the girls are tired of her stories, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I need to cut Rose some slack with her stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just know the show that well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's real. And also, I've been thinking about this a lot. I've heard it on other podcasts where they say, like, we know it. We binge watched it. But when it was coming right. out, like, you couldn't binge watch shows. Right. Like, you saw right. it and you couldn't remember what was happening week to week. Right. So. Right. Honestly, until you said it just now, I this is definitely a Rose episode, but I never thought about it as a Rose episode. I didn't either because they're all together the whole time mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, I guess but, this yeah. is. I guess Rose was the one with the issue. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, um, our next episode is going to be um, season two, episode five, Isn't It Romantic? What's that one? Oh, Jenna, I'm so excited to tell you. Oh, no. It's the one with Jean. <gasps> yes! I love this episode! I'm so excited i am so team gene i love this episode oh me too i like this was one of i I think i mean it's just i stay it's a standout memorable Uh, episode from like it's just always been good yeah and i feel like when people you know remember the golden girls this is the episode that they remember because it was such like a breakthrough episode for the time and yeah oh and it was awesome Oh, yay. I know. I hope it ages well. I think that it does. I think it will be. I think it will. I think it will, too. What are you going to pre-rank this episode? Ten. 
Yeah, I'm also <laughs> I'm also gonna pre rank it a ten. Yes. Ooh, I'm so excited. I know. I I feel like without even having seen it, I don't think I've watched I mean, I know I like fall asleep to these episodes a lot sometimes, but I don't mm-hmm. make it to the Gene episode a lot. No. So yeah. I feel like this episode is gonna be really great. I feel like all the girls are gonna shine in it. Yeah. So we're going to get some sass from Sophia. We're going to get... I will say, I think Blanche... I feel, I almost feel like Rose and Blanche switch roles in this episode. But, I mean, for a good reason. We'll talk about it. We will. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. But, um. I'm triggered now. I know. We did it! I know, right? Okay, I'm going to stop recording.